Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Professors in podcast. I am Dr. Karen Kelsky of the Professors in, and I am Kel Weinhold, also of the Professors in. Just before we get started, a little shout out to our sponsors, the folks who make it possible for us to keep doing the podcast because. Keeping doing it simply means paying the people who make it possible and who make us sound good and who cut out all of our ridiculousness. Now, if you want to be privy to the ridiculousness, feel free to become a podcast member. Where For $3.99 a month, you can go to bit.ly slash ourpod, O-U-R-P-O-D, and sign up for getting podcasts in advance. And we are also starting to record ourselves doing the podcast and posting those the day we record, and believe me, it's not as pretty as it ends up. So if you want to just see how the sausage is made, come on down. So we continue on in our discussion of how to leave the academy. Mm-hmm. And we're having that discussion by revisiting three blog posts that I did a couple years ago on how people get stuck. So, and you talked about being stuck on the island of perfectionism. That was last week. Yep. That was last week's podcast episode. This week, we'll talk about navigating the waters of the sea of change, the sea of change. And then the third one is getting caught on the shoals of fear. No. Oh. The, the shoals of failure. Failure. Yeah. Oh. The quagmire of failure, quag- I believe, is what the podcast uh-huh. or the, the blog post is mm-hmm. named is. Navigating the quagmire of failure. <laughs> um, but uh, today we're talking about the sea of change. Mm-hmm. And you made the point last week that um, that all that this applies equally to getting your project done as well as leaving the academy. That right. this kind of uh, three-step process of confronting fear and uncertainty it doesn't have to be about leaving the academy. No, no, it can no, be about no. any enterprise, you know, that you're actually engaged in that involves doing something different than you're currently doing. And it, I have proof of that because I had a conversation with a client today who said that the podcast popped up on her sus- subscriber reminder and she listened to it driving somewhere and she happens to be on medical leave right now mm-hmm. and listened to it and said, oh, I'm being a perfectionist about my medical leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> said, That's well, really... So we just perfect. keep do, play, doing mm-hmm. the same things wherever mm-hmm. we go. So, um, so don't think that this, uh, if you're not leaving the academy, that this does not have to do with you, I guess mm-hmm. is the point. Yeah. So here's what we know. We know a couple of things. We know that um, fear gets us stuck. It's one of the, the responses to fear is um, freeze. In, freeze, yeah. Right. Immobility. Immobility. We know that the academy teaches us in a way that if we get stuck in some place that it's on us mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. if you got stuck it's not because of any systemic issue mm-hmm. it's because you were not yeah and adequate I mean, to the task that's american culture Except, yeah, as well yeah. individualism if you have any problem it's your own fault not society's obligation to help you. Right. So here's the thing. We're going along on this path that we planned. Mm -hmm. And we go along, and at some point, that path, we get knocked off that path. Mm -hmm. Right. 
So if it's in your writing, you're going along, you seem to be being productive. And then you people say, you know, I fell off the wagon. I lost my way. I did all these things. And it's usually these I statements about like, I did this thing. Mm -hmm. But in reality, most of the time, something knocked you off the path. Right. And that really is not my original thinking. Mm -hmm. You, you know who that is, right? Yeah, Roxanne Donovan, Dr. Roxanne Donovan, who was on our podcast um, last year mm -hmm. and who was uh, one of the founders of The Well Academic. And she is <clears throat> marvelous about talking about the ways that uh, the Academy squelches uh, well-being, especially for black women, mm -hmm. and uh, talking about ways to circumvent it. So, yeah, she made the point. You didn't just randomly fall off the path. Something knocked you off. Right. And I, it was such a great, I really appreciated that reframing and it's, and it's shaped my thinking and my coaching. So I always mm -hmm. want to give her credit for it because it really is a, just a, a, a life changing way of thinking about your behavior mm -hmm. is that if you've been doing something and you've suddenly stopped or it's stopped working or you've frozen in place, the idea that it's all you is a system designed to, to, to obfuscate that it's the system, mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that mm -hmm. things knock you off, right? Yeah. And, of course, we're in the middle of the great knockoff, which right. is... The uh, great re resignation. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, I mean the pandemic. Right, right. But, right. Uh, yeah, which is causing the the great resignation of people saying, this isn't working for me. Right, right. And it's happening in the academy. Right. So so here you are. You've been going along in your in your job. You've been going along in your pursuit of a job. You've been going along in your PhD. You've been going along writing your article. You've been going along writing your book. You've been going along writing your dissertation. And then one day, you just stop doing it. Mm -hmm. It stops working for you. Or in the case of job seekers, there stops being anything to mm -hmm. apply for. Right. Yeah. I mean, so many people talk about... In 2020, there were three jobs in my field and only one that was appropriate for me, or right. none. I mean, a lot of people, their number is right. zero. Right. So. so here's the thing that I see people do, and I think is so, such, offers so much about this job thing, is that I see people double down. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't working for me, or something really has thrown me, I just need to, it's just me. I need to, you know, pull myself up by my bootstraps. I just need to work harder. Mm -hmm. I just need to try more. Mm -hmm. And, and I see that a lot on social media of people like, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I don't know how to put it. Like just, just put my shoulder to the grindstone. Mm -hmm. Do you put your shoulder to the grindstone? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just, I, you know, I just need to work a little bit harder. I need mm -hmm. to get a few more things going here. And then this will give. Mm -hmm. And that's where I see this, where I see people get stuck. Right. I'll just try a little harder. Yeah. So today we're talking about the obstacle to making a choice to stop trying. To stop trying. Right. Right. And it's, uh, so it was navigating the sea of change right. was our metaphor that we're working with. Because humans do not like change. Humans don't like change. Right. And then we know that academics in particular, don't like change. That, in fact, a subset. <laughs> academics as a subset are are spectacularly risk-averse. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, they start out, I think it's attractive to risk-averse people. To a degree, that's not, a that's not as true as it is that after you've been socialized into it, you become more and more risk-averse. 
And I think there's this idea, there's a comfort in, I'm going to pick this thing Mm -hmm. and it's going to be my thing Mm -hmm. and I'm going to study my thing and I'm going to get a job and do my thing and I'm going to teach my thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be this nice straight path. And there's these predictable stages and defend and apply and get. Right. And so so I think that that it it attracts, you're right, it attracts a particular, um, like a particular mindset. I mean, I want to say that at the point of deciding to apply, it often feels like an enormous risk, I think. And especially for first-generation scholars where you're overcoming all of this familial skepticism and lack of support, it's a huge risk to say, I am a person who deserves to go to graduate school. I'm a person who deserves to think about being a professor or if that's what you imagine you're going to do or to get a PhD to be an intellectual. So I really want to respect that risk-taking. Because it's, it's big, but uh, unfortunately, actually, I never really thought about this before, but in some ways, that's one, another new way of framing the disconnect, is your sense of the tremendous self-actualization and risk-taking that led you to apply for so many people, and then the, uh, the incredible risk aversion of the enterprise that you actually entered, and the way that it squelches risk-taking and punishes. Well, yeah. Uh, risk-taking and makes you afraid of risk-taking so that then when the the enterprise doesn't work out and you decide to leave, you're afraid again. Yeah. And it also takes a tremendous devotion. And it's very, very, very hard when you've devoted yourself to something Mm -hmm. to let it go. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, if you think of yourself as standing on the, on the, the sea of change, right here, you are standing there saying, I've been doing this and mm-hmm. it's not working. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this and um, there be dragons, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 <laughs> the LinkedIn dragon. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I've, I've, I've been doing this. This is known and this is familiar. And that is not. A mm-hmm. is familiar. B is not familiar. And so if you are risk averse, which most humans are, they don't, if you don't like change and then, Someone is saying, okay, you've planned this. Now you're at this sea that's telling you not going any further. Mm-hmm. And you have to change your Leap course. Leap into the sea. Right. Let's stick with the metaphor. Right. Are you well, swimming? Well, I was going to have you swimming. I or was are you going to have a, your own boat, Or are you going right? to have a little boat? Yeah, your little boat. So your little boat was going. So here we are, folks. Now we have to navigate the sea of change. Mm-hmm. And that just is not a happy place for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Because seas are unpredictable. Right. Mm-hmm. There's these waves. There's these scary sea creatures. There's <laughs> you storms. Run this metaphor all the way. Well, yeah, you know, I, I love a metaphor. Yeah. Well, and I think what's interesting about that. So let's pause just a minute for the you know the the delusion of security and safety on the shore, right? Yeah. We think because we know the shore mm-hmm. that it's safe there because I've already mm-hmm. sussed out all the dragons right. and I know where they live and what yeah. they do. Yeah. And never mind that one of those dragons keeps biting off chunks of your flesh every few hours. At least I know that's where you live. And I know when you're going to bite me. And if I go that way, I don't know what that's going to happen. Right, way. right, right. We've yeah. really devolved today. Yeah. So. Well, not to mention earthquakes. But let's <laughs> what move the on. Fuck? Well, when you're on land. Oh, right. Earthquakes. Yeah, earthquakes. Yeah. And Volcanoes. seas, you have storms. Okay, yeah. whatever. Okay. okay. So here you are. And and I and I, I'm going to do a dual track here for a minute. Like you're either contemplating, I don't want to be in this job anymore, or you're stuck on a piece of writing and you keep doubling down on how you're going to do it because it should go this way. And you're not ready 
to let it be a different thing because that's scary over there. Mm -hmm. So if we know that, and if we know I don't like change, the answer is not, then don't change. And I think that that's what happens for so many people mm -hmm. in so many jobs that they're really unhappy with mm -hmm. or when job opportunities disappear mm -hmm. and they just keep trying to get that job and being mad or hurt or whatever, that that mm -hmm. job's not there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, I just want to, first of all, I just want to pause for a little compassion break in that. Mm -hmm. You know, I watched that happen when my father was in the timber industry and the timber industry was collapsing in Oregon and we'll just step aside from the environmental impact of, of, of all of that just for one second, just to talk about the people who had been generational loggers who that disappeared. Right. And the state came in and said, well, we'll teach you how to do this and we'll teach you how to do that. And we'll mm -hmm. teach you how to do data entry mm -hmm. so you can have a new job. Mm -hmm. um, what nobody ever did is, help them walk themselves through that loss and that right. transition. Right. 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 That, and it, so it, it, the thing on the other side mm -hmm. became terrifying. Mm -hmm. And especially when you saw something as your identity. Oh, and, well, I was about and having to say grown up with people in timber. Right. I mean, that's being one a of logger those, is an identity, an identity job. Yeah. Right? For it's sure. like, uh, this is what I am. Uh -huh. This is my yeah. people. This is, mm -hmm. this is what we do. Mm -hmm. We understand the woods like nobody else mm -hmm. does. We, and, and it's very, very similar to the mm -hmm. academic mindset. It is. So, it is so much. So here you are, and here we are in our version of the timber industry collapse, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? With a bunch of people sitting over here going, you want me to go do what? You want me to go work here? Yeah. I, I, and it feels so ignoble. Right. And that's the thing. Um, and it's, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really liking this analogy, right. really, because the ego and the identity Right. And the confidence that's wrapped up in having formal, as you have often said, your dad went from being a hero to being a villain yeah. in just a few years. Right. And um, the I'm not going to go into detail, so don't worry. Right. But the dust up that's happening on social media right now where someone's very, very, got very upset with me and it's prompted a whole big thing is a tenured history professor. And I think it's an absolutely fantastic analogy where having been a, a, a tenured scholar of history was a noble, yes. and, and this man actually used that word. He yeah. said, it is a noble thing. Yes. And I think that that nobility of this enterprise, when that is suddenly taken away from you, yeah. is destabilizing in a way that, well, I mean, I, honestly, I feel like it must feel like the French Revolution when you're the aristocrats right, right. and you, you know, you're prancing around thinking you're at the top of the heap right. in a way. And then suddenly the unwashed masses come and say, no, actually, we hate you and you're, everything that you thought made you good makes you bad. Right. And right. wow, how destabilizing and is horribly that? Horribly destabilizing. Yeah. And, and, and so what I feel like that didn't happen for that generation of loggers isn't happening in the academy as much is is this look folks we have to navigate a really uncomfortable painful loss-filled sea mm -hmm. we've got to navigate this a and sea we, of loss yes a sea of loss a sea of change sea change sea change sea spot run <laughs> i mean there's just everywhere we could go with this <laughs> but so if we if so I think that there's two things 
that I'm, we're not going to count on any more than we're going to count on the state to come in with compassion for loggers. We're not going to count on the university to come in with compassion and support for you in this transition. The university is not just like, I mean, the university is just not interested in your soul. We've said it over and over and mm-hmm. over again. They're not interested in your mm-hmm. soul. So what are you going to do yeah. to wrap yourself mm-hmm. in some sense of security and comfort and care yeah. knowing that this is going to be an incredibly rocky passage. And giving up, you know, that you know that what, if you could just do what you do, that it's a, it's good. It's yeah. a noble thing. It's a good thing. It's a useful thing. It's a necessary thing. Just like your dad. And again, this is setting aside, you know, the environmental everything, because right. we understand that. But for your dad, it was like, no, you don't understand. If we don't log some of these forests, we're going to have... Um, major problems arising. That that was the viewpoint in any case. So you have this idea that if you just understood what I did, you would you would create jobs for it. And no, they don't understand what we do. They do or they do and they don't like it and they don't care. And what's on my mind today is yesterday the Georgia uh Board of Regents uh I might have the wrong I think it's the Board of Regents uh voted to remove uh tenure from all state institutions in Georgia. Tenure is now gone. They still have a word tenure. But it is, it is not what it was. It is not the protection that it was. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they don't believe that what we do is valuable or good. That was already expressed over the last 30 years of defunding and, and the loss of jobs and adjunctification. Now they're coming even for, more, for, for actual governance and running of actual, in, the internal running of institutions. So the fact is that the sea of change is here. You're already swimming in it or you're, you're desperately paddling your little boat. And, um, and it's really scary. And, and so, you'll, so you'll freeze, you'll right? freeze, you'll, Some, um, yeah. and basically, yeah, just, uh, just, so in a way, a bunch of different things that we've talked about on the podcast before, but you can't do it without grief and grieving mm-hmm. and loss. And so, and we've talked a lot about that. So that's not our point today. No. Our point today is, well, the point today is notice where you are, right? So you notice like be, the the resistance to the sea, to the change is is causes a great deal of misery and it causes a great deal of discomfort and you will be unhappy and pissed off and and railing at you know I can remember the conversations in in the households back in the, in the 70s and early 80s around timber of saying but you all build stick houses and use paper what are you talking about mm-hmm. and i can see those same conversations with like but you say workers aren't properly blah 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 and you say that you need to we need to understand how to build new infrastructure but you're going to cancel you know get rid of all these these departments that do that you're not making any sense right so you can get stuck there fighting and get saying, stuck. no we got to stay here we got to stay here i've got to figure out how to do this and I've be a prove you keyboard wrong. warrior and right. be on social media railing against mm-hmm. reality and it is very painful nothing wrong with being a keyboard warrior but eventually you do have to pay your rent and so i guess the thing i'm saying is that no like the first step is to notice i am in a loop I am going mm-hmm. over the same thing Me, is a, is sort of a signal that you are stuck on that shore mm-hmm. and there's a sea right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck no, I'm not going out on that water. I'm going to make this land work. <laughs> I'm going to make this right. spot right. that is where I no longer have purchase right. work. Mm-hmm. And so just notice that first mm-hmm. and then, then understand that 
that C is not going to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you can't think your way to it being comfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's and true. And your great brain that can right. think of all stuff. Right, is which not has been your be security to... for so many years, right. probably since childhood. And it goes back to the point of last week, mm. is you can't figure out a perfect path. <laughs> right, you right? can't. Because there isn't one because it's not predictable. Right. I mean, the idea of perfection is an illusion anyway, but certainly in this transition out of the academy, there is no perfect path because because everybody's path is truly different, and that's totally different from the linearity of, of, of the universe. Of the universe. I want to put one more a, a thought out there. What, I might be getting ahead of you, but I'm not sure. But what I want to talk about, too, is the fact that these assaults on the university system, both the financial ones of the last decades and these new ones of uh, the right-wing activist boards and regents and so on, um, that we that – we know this is part of uh, the rise of fascism. We know this. This is a well-established step in the rise of fascism. And so the sense that, my God, do you not understand how critical it is that that we do history, that we write history, that history can inform our decisions. Um, Yeah, it's pretty damn critical. And the choices that you have, because you couldn't get your job in history, let's just say, or whatever other field, and you have to go do something else like, um, you know, uh, uh, run a yoga studio, like you're going to be like, but that, but running that yoga studio or teaching yoga, cause that's the thing you, you can do. That's not gonna, that's, but that's not engaging with the critical moment, uh, issue of our time, which is the rise of right-wing fascism. No, it isn't not directly. No, it isn't. And so there is, so that's another, that's a kind, that's both a kind of a loss, but it's also a kind of a, a point you have to accept mm-hmm. is that you will not be making interventions in big issues the way you expected. Now, as a as for me, having made a transition out of the academy, I make way bigger interventions than I ever would have as an academic. But that's yeah. not guaranteed. No. And 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 I just want to I want to pull us back here because you did get a little ahead of us. Is that I'm not, I'm really really want to encourage you all not to look at what. The outcome, not look, not at, look outcome. at yeah what you're going to be. Yes. Like, wh- what am I right. going to be? Don't, am I going to be a this? Am I going to be a that? Right. The be. Right. The be to, to be is not the question right. to ask in the right. sea of change. Well, and instead, like, how am I going to, um, how am I going to shepherd myself across this sea? Mm-hmm. How am I going to steer this ship? Mm-hmm. How am I going to make sure I'm safe? How am I going to just acknowledge my feelings, mm-hmm. which I'm sorry, I know it's really hard academics. I know you went into the academy to stay away from them. And it's why people get stuck on that leaving thing is it's like, this will require that I face mm-hmm. that it's not going to work. This will require my, my loss. This will require my, me deal with my rage, my second guessing. Just, can I just ask you to just put down the second guessing? You made the choices you made based on what you knew then, not now then it was a good decision. Mm-hmm. So just stop that. Just a little aside. But I, I saw a great tweet that said, don't regret the lives you did not lived. Right. The lives not lived. Uh, you know, the, cha- the, th- the, the opportunities that came to you that you took were the ones that were right for you at In the time. Moment, and yeah. the others that passed you by are ones that weren't for you at that <sighs> moment. I know this is pretty big teaching and pretty no, hard to accept. I, I know. I just really just thought like, oh my gosh, I know that feeling so much mm. of regretting the lives not lived. Oh, wow. Well, me too. Wow. I know. That's I screen capped the tweet, so I'll oh, I'll send it to you. I'm and, just going to have a little bit yeah. of a sink into 
So okay. Every so time the, I go to New York City and and I'm like, I regret the life I didn't live that didn't lead me to be a fabulous intellectual with a fantastic wardrobe in New York City. I do. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate that. I, yeah. I just I just always think of that that missed Broadway career. <laughs> can't dance and I can't sing, but god damn it, I could have been a star. <laughs> I do think I could have been a great actor if they just ever had a part for binary folks instead of like, you have to play this girl or this boy. Uh-huh. Anyway, we digress. But the point is not to think about what the outcome's going to be. It's going to be the same. These podcasts are going to end the same, all all three of them, mm. which is take get in the boat, wrap yourself in whatever life jackets you need, go ahead and wear a helmet and a life jacket and a beacon and fill the whole boat up with, you know, food and water provisions. and provisions. Get Take more than you ever needed and just paddle the first paddle. Just get out beyond the break. Yeah. If you if Start the break paddling. is overwhelming, then get somebody else to help you push the mm-hmm. boat out the break. That's true. You can do that. That, that metaphor works as well. So um, just, I wanted to just follow up where to be is not the verb that we want. It's to do. We want to replace to be with to do. In other words, not what I will be, but what I will do. Right. In the because that's an action verb. That's a that has mobilities. To be is a stable, you know, es- essential idea. Yeah, what we want that, is I'm going to well, well today I'm going to do this. Right. That does I'm not committing to do it next tomorrow or next week or next year. But for now, I'm doing this, and it leaves the door open. Which leaves the door open for me to make the plug that I forgot to do at the very beginning of this um, podcast, which is that starting in November, we're going to start a um, uh, the Art of Leaving daily videos and prompts that you can get that just encourage you to think about something or take one small step. Nowhere does it say, put in your resignation and walk out the door. There is no step in this process that does that. It is a step-by-step teeny tiny little moves forward to help you think about your relationship with the Academy. And in fact, you may decide to stay and have dramatically changed your relationship. So, so upshot. Mm -hmm. What's the upshot you got from it? I talked all the time. Well, I didn't talk all the time, but what do you get? What do you, if you had to encapsulate, Go forth and do this. What would you say? Feel the fear and do it anyway. Exactly. The fear is not a sign that you're making a wrong choice. The certainty that you have about what your current life is, is not a reflection that it is the right choice. That in fact, making these radical changes is going to be accompanied by fear. And so kind of make the fear your friend in a way, which is, a, you know, sort of a, Buddhist thought as well as a mindfulness thought, but it's like, hello, fear. Yeah, I know. And, and this is, I just, I, you know me, I'm really pragmatic. You're going to look at, go on, you're going to be like, I know I need to do LinkedIn. Go on LinkedIn, see all the stuff that's there and the corporatized everything. And you're going to feel really scared and, you know, a whole bunch of emotions. And it's like, okay, feel them and stay there and take 10 minutes, 15 minutes and learn something new. And you can still, and you can make those small steps. Um, and I think uh, looking uh, at looking at non-academic job ads going to freak you out and fill you with fear. I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified. You don't have to solve everything all at once. Just take 15 minutes, look at some job ads, and then maybe take a break. And as you're doing that, 
maybe what will be helpful is to ask yourself rather than how consistently position yourself as not like that, not like whatever's mm-hmm. on the other side of that sea, not like those people. That's not me. That you begin to ask, how am I just like this? Mm-hmm. So if we can sit here and say, academics in 2021 are living the experience of logging industry people in Oregon in 1980 to 1990, then you understand that you can't use anything as your, I mean, it's really a chance to explore and say, how am I like this? So if you go on LinkedIn and you get all that, the vibes you get about it, a lot of times when I talk to people about it more, I understand that there's a whole bunch of um, still believing you're not part of capitalism and classism that comes into people's like, it's unseemly to do that. Um, so rather than eh, think about how am I like you? How, how is this like me? And how can I, how can I take me to this place instead of shoving away, which of course you on the podcast can't see me pushing my arm out like Diana Ross and the Supreme stop. That's often how I think of myself. I do too. If you could, if any of you ever had the misfortune to watch me try to follow a dance video, you would know why you should be guffawing mm-hmm. at the idea that I could be mm-hmm. even push out my arm in the right way. <laughs> All right. Any other grand wisdoms we want to add? No, I think that's it. I think that's it. And stay tuned for art, the art of leaving. And come to the Professor Is Out Facebook page, a tremendous community of 6,000 people, all providing advice and support. And remember, in terms of using the metaphor of you can get someone to help tug your boat out past the break, the Facebook page is uh, is that friend. Uh, Art of Leaving, the new program, is that friend. Mm-hmm. You know, the webinars that we offer on LinkedIn and other things about leaving, those are, those are friends. And, and there are many, many resources. So you are not alone. And you can maybe join a little squadron. Is that what they call groups of ships? A battalion. I don't know what they call them. Anyway, a group of little boats making your way out That's in the sea of change, saying, holding up your light, saying, we're going to be okay. Yep, we're afraid. Yep, fear. I need you to sit over here because I'm driving the boat right now. But we're okay. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Bye.